Hey, welcome to the John Krasinski podcast with Tommy and Wes, at least today. Um, Ricky, Ricky was just out for this one, as that, that'll probably be a running theme sometimes. But anyway, this one, me and Wes just started talking about comedy. We really just started getting into it. Didn't really get into do an intro, didn't do anything, just jumped into it and started. Uh, it was quite a long conversation, so what I did is this one is part one. It's an hour, about an hour and 20 minutes of me and him just bullshitting mainly about comedy and uh, we kind of try to put together some of our ideas on who are the greats stuff like that as you can see through the thumbnails and stuff so um hope you enjoy thanks for listening to the john krasinski podcast i've changed a few things go and talk for me real fast what's up man what did you change oh cool so i got a different uh bunch of well not a bunch of different programs, but I got a different program to record stuff, but mainly because I got Adobe's uh, Premiere software like package thing, which is like $30 okay. a month. So I got all of pretty much everything Adobe, everything from After Effects to which is creating and editing video like effects to creating and editing video uh, like 3D models to creating 3D videos to creating even 3D. Uh, projects and video games like i got I oh, can, dude, that's fucking badass i can fucking do almost anything um but the only thing is it's been limited so far by my fucking computer oh really yeah is that what you're talking about getting... okay, okay so i did get a new computer the only problem is now i have to fucking wait for it and it's been so sad because i've been just like oh I've been, i'm so ready to get get that shit you know yeah, no, I feel you on that, bro. I feel you. What kind of computer did you buy? So it's a, it's a computer mainly for editing and gaming. But the thing is, it's not a specific computer. I guess you can call it a Tommy brand computer. Uh, I bought all the parts, and I'm gonna have to build it myself. <laughs> oh, okay, shit. Yeah. So I got everything I need, and then um, it was, all, most of it should be getting here into in in one box. The only thing yeah. that probably won't be in it in in the boxes with ever everything else is the fucking uh, the case, the computer case that's coming in. Uh, yeah. The computer case is like, uh, it's like red and black. It's nice and big, but it's just ah. Uh, so it's just gonna it's gonna be completely separate. And I think it's just so big that they wanted to send it by itself. Oh, okay, I feel you there. I feel you there. But it is going to be. Oh, see, I don't do that no more. Uh, it is going to be sick. Uh, I'm trying to find the post so I can look at what I'm putting into it. Though, you know much about computers, you probably won't know. No, yeah, I don't yeah. really know too much. Most of this stuff I kind of learned about, and even now I don't know what the numbers mean or anything except for like size-wise. Of course, I know what gigabytes, terabytes, and everything like that are. Um, yeah, but like here. I have 32 gigabytes of RAM coming, which is going to your average gaming computer has 16 gigabytes just for gaming. Uh, 32 gigabytes is what's going to allow me to be able to make all these fucking videos finally happen. Yeah, uh, that's what I need for pretty much the video editing and to I do it. I could start putting like using After Effects and actually start putting effects into our videos. Like I can make a fucking Dragon Ball come out of your mouth if I want to. But, Dude, that's fucking badass. Yeah, I just got to get this. Uh, once this computer gets going, I should be able to do all that. Um, 
I'm not even go through the motherboard. It's a good motherboard, good power supply, uh, good gaming uh, video card. Uh, that when I start telling people about, they're like, "Oh, that's gonna be really good." It's 1660. There are better ones out there right now, but it's gonna it's gonna be really good. Well, uh, but it's something nice though. It's something yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, then I got obviously like a uh, internal SSD drive, which is pretty much just allows you to load stuff way faster on computers. So it's gonna be better whenever I want to load like multiple programs at once. And yeah. And a Ryzen <laughs> five processor, which is just like a really high brand processor. All okay. that I got for about eight hundred and twenty dollars. So that's the only thing about it. It's like, man, it's kind of expensive. But did you want to build it yourself, or did you just go that way for like, like financial reasons or something? I didn't like, want you know? to. So here's how the process went. I've been been trying to I've been looking into a new computer for a while, and recently Alienware came out with this new computer called the Alienware Aurora, and. Okay. Um, it was looking nice. Of course, there's different kinds, but their base model is about $930. But the yeah. only problem with it is, again, I don't know much about the any any kind of pieces or anything like that. Oh, excuse me. I'll just get mm -hmm. But, okay. um, where was I? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know much about computer pieces and stuff like that, so... I took pretty much took a link and I went to Reddit and I put it on there and I was like, Hey guys, what is, what does everyone think about the new Aurora computer that Alienware just came out with? And all pretty much every person was all like, Oh, that's a ridiculous amount of money to spend for all that hardware. And I was like, really? Yeah. Could you explain? And they all explained to me how that hardware is pretty much super cheap and, and wasn't going to really get you anywhere with that you wanted to go you were still going to have to upgrade a bunch of that stuff so some of them started recommending what they would do and so i just started putting a list together on new egg of like these pieces and and what what these people were recommending on a gaming computer and things like that so i put it all together i kind of also chose what i wanted kind of based on the budget i was spending my budget was pretty much like it was mainly like eight hundred dollars but then I had to go up a little bit on it because I forgot about taxes and stuff because I hit like seven something. And then once I put went to finish, it was like a hundred dollars in tax. So I was like, oh, I got to yeah. increase the budget because I don't I don't want to get, get rid of any of this stuff right here. So, yeah, no. Yeah, it's like definitely like, yeah, because if you would have fucking replaced it with any other shitty fucking models or fucking pieces or whatever, it definitely fucked up the whole thing, you know? Yeah, it just wouldn't uh, wouldn't be worth it at that point. So yeah, yeah. After after doing that, I put the com uh, computer together. I pretty much showed a bunch of people on there. Hey, this is what I got together after talking to all of you guys. What does everyone yeah. think? And everyone was like, "That's great. Like, uh, that's probably yeah the best you can do for the the budget that you've been putting down." So yeah, so I did, and now it's on the way. I'm just waiting for it. And dude, trust me, when it gets here, yeah, we'll be able to get this video going. Dude, that's fucking awesome, man. That's fucking awesome. That's great news. Yeah. It really upset me, too, because I spent a long time editing. It took a while to edit that video. Because, one, again, my computer got slow a lot of times whenever trying to edit some parts of it. And then, two, yeah. it was just, like, going through it and making sure, like, no one's no one innocent was being fucking blasted by us or anyone anything <laughs> that it was only daryl and shit like that so yeah 
So that one took well, a minute. has been fucking MIA, Nina. Well, he was homeless. He went homeless. That's true. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He went homeless. I mean, uh, hopefully he's he's focusing on getting another home before he's going to focus on, like, Facebook, I guess. Maybe that's his main focus, and honestly, it needs to be, you know? Uh, he has been, though, since August 18th. Damn. Poor guy. Well, Poor dude. Hopefully he finds finds himself back. Hold yeah. on. There's a different Daryl Gossett on. It's the same Daryl Gossett. But like different page? Oh, uh, yeah. This one wasn't posted. Yeah, this one hasn't posted anything since 2012, so it doesn't even matter. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's why. Yeah, it's probably his old one before he went to jail for doing whatever the fuck he did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, all the things he incriminates himself on. Yeah, yeah, it's got a bunch of the same pictures and stuff. <laughs> uh, which is weird. That'd be old. Those would be old ass pictures. Shit. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know how things. Uh, how you been lately? I've been doing good. Bro. Fucking working at this place called the. It's like a fucking. Like a high end restaurant, you know? Yeah, you like told our me about that. cheapest Yeah, yeah. Our cheapest appetizer is probably like fifteen bucks, you know. Which is good. And you say you've been working in the kitchen, right? Yeah, I was a prep cook at the at the start, but now I've been like a lot of people quit because I, I don't know what the fuck happened, but whatever the reason may be at they've started moving me in the kitchen, so I'm like fucking killing them, making all these like badass like different little dishes and shit, you know, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. So a lot of yeah, people really. in the kitchen quit, or? Yeah, there's like three or four people in the same week that just fucking up and left. That's interesting. There's yeah. a bunch of shit going on. I don't know. Like, I think they were all like, you know, they're probably all cool with each other, and then as soon as they seen one person leave after a couple of days, they're like, oh, well, fuck this. You know, they left and, Dang. And little shit like that. That's lame. Yeah. But it's all good. I mean, shit, you're getting me more hours, so it's cool with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just hoping that it, they didn't quit because of some bullshit that you're going to find out about, like, soon. Because now you're yeah, taking their position. I mean, hopefully that's not the reason, you know? Yeah. And uh, plus, I've barely been working there, so, like, I wouldn't even have enough time to talk to them to figure out why they would even contemplate quitting or whatever. But Yeah. If it is some major bullshit, I'm, I'm going to make sure I have another job before I quit this one, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. Just always, always do that. It's better than it's going to... It should be better than Whataburger, though, because whatever the fuck, some bullshit can happen at Whataburger all the time. Oh, yeah, no, fuck that, bro. So, yeah, so either way, you're probably still doing better than, than if you were yeah, at Whataburger. Yeah, honestly, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, fuck working for a Whataburger, dude. That's just so fucking shit. It's annoying. Really? Um, I don't think about working for Whataburger. Like, I would if I was all like, you know what, fuck it. Fuck all this other stuff. I'm just going to go... Work for a Whataburger, climb up in like less than a couple of years, own one, uh, because once you are in a management position, it's, it's easy to start getting like a lease to own one, and then yeah. like within five years, just like run run a couple of Whataburgers and just that's that's not my life. Is I'm just collecting a paycheck on these Whataburgers because yeah, that's no, what I mean, so see, many people do. You see, don't get me wrong, like doing that, I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty fucking dope, you know. Yeah, but that that'd be the reason to work for Whataburger, to be honest. With you. Yeah, that, but that, but that would have cool. to be your goal, and you'd have to let it be known, and you would have to like dedicate your life and fucking 
blood, sweat, and tears for fucking Waterberg. You'd have to sacrifice everything you can for a fucking fast food chain and yeah. fuck all that. <laughs> yeah, for at least the next few years until you get up there and then you just go home. Yeah. Sometimes it takes people like fucking like six, seven years, maybe even more to get that level. Yeah, it, it can take a while. Um, Definitely pick a Whataburger that needs help, and that'll help you get there. Rather than picking one that's doing yeah. good. Do I'm about one. to tell Ricky that shit. I'm about to be like, dude, go find a fucking Whataburger. Own that fucking. Yeah, something like, about that one. There's something I really love that Whataburger. We grew up there, essentially. <laughs> he has some... Yeah, he loves that Whataburger for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. And it's more ambition. I mean... It's better than having something and doing something for a place. I got disconnected from you for a second. No, you're good. I can hear you now. But no, I was saying, uh, you know, it's better than like having a job and just being like, fuck this place and fuck everything and fuck everything and fuck you. And, you know, if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, you know, you know, I'm glad I see people. Yeah, around all fucking day being miserable as fuck. Yeah. I know. It's, It's nice when you do see people actually having fun in some place that you actually do enjoy yourself then it it gives it does give a recognition you know i can get really miserable at the comedy club but then once i see like a bunch of people laughing at this guy and having a good time it's really hard to have a bad attitude yeah it's like you know it's like that redeeming quality that job has you know it's like even when you're at your lowest point at that fucking place something happens and it's like it's a consistent thing that happens no matter like who it is somebody on stage making somebody laugh killing it you know yeah so, I mean, it's got, like, you know, there's, like, some pros. There's, like, sometimes where it's, like, there's pros at a job and there's a lot of fucking cons at the job, you know? Oh, of course. But sometimes the pros are so fucking big, they outweigh the cons, like, no matter fucking how many of it is, you know? Yes, yes. And hopefully you can get a job that is mostly like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not every job is like that. But, like, when you do have one that's like that, like, sometimes you'd be sitting there like, man, fuck this place. Yes, yes. And then you're just like, that one thing will hit you, and you'll be like, fuck it, you know? I'll stick it out, shit. Yeah. Like I was saying, like, the job I work at, like, like, we make, like, high-end food, and there's, like, a random, like, special every single weekend that our chef comes up. Right? Oh, yeah? Nice. And last weekend, it was a red pepper coconut shark. Huh. And he fucking, like, I worked, like, 10 days or 11 days straight down there, like, without a day off. And, like, that weekend was, like, towards, like, my day off. And he was like, hey, man, you've been here every single day. I've never seen you order food or nothing like that. He's like, do you want to try a small plate of this? And I was like, like, fuck yeah, you know? Of course. <laughs> what you, like, oh, yeah, it's fucking shark. Like, what the fuck am I going to pass up on free shark? Like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm surprised they didn't give you, like, a, um, like, did they give you a meal every day to try out their food? No, well, I mean, they do for the servers, but they make, like, one big-ass plate, and, like, all the fucking servers would take, like, a small portion of it. Yeah. Ah. That way they can only, like, relate to, like, the customers, like, what yeah, it tastes what like, it tastes what like. it looks like. No, that's but for us in the kitchen, they're like, well, fuck you. You know, if we get swamped bad enough and you get your ass kicked and you deal with it, like, we'll give you something. <laughs> just not, some, not something expensive. You know, just don't fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I'm not gonna lie. Fucking never tried shark. Never even thought about eating shark. I tried it, and not gonna lie, it's pretty fucking good. I mean, I can't imagine it would taste bad. 
Yeah. Like Apex Predator. Let's go ahead and eat this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apex my ass. Bro. For real though, dude, that shit was actually really fucking good. I was like, I was actually shocked because at first I was like, because I'm not like picky at all with food, but I was like, man, shark doesn't sound. Like <laughs> it's fish, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, I mean, fish. like, I love seafood though, but like shark, I was like, ah, I don't know about that, you know. And then I tried it, and I was like, dude, this is fucking like badass. That's cool. Crazy. Apparently, they cook kangaroo in that movie. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my place has served kangaroo meat before, and I was like, what? <laughs> well, I think they're endangered species. I don't think it's illegal. Yeah, but uh, still, for all like, we know, they're like the cows of fucking Australia. Just like, yeah, just, I need to cook up a roux. What, yeah. what do they call them? Put a joey on the bobby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> For real, dude. It's fucking crazy. Like, that's yeah, crazy. he tried to eat my dog. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't hear that. What were You were, like, faded out. What were you saying? Oh, no, I was, like, I was saying everything burned down in Australia but the fucking kangaroo, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they're just outsourcing their meat now. No, yeah, they're just like, fuck. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> fuck, we need to rebuild... Now the um, what's crazy is uh, now people are pretty pissed in Australia. They're pissed at their government right now too. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they keep throwing their uh, governor or governor, whatever the fuck, president, whatever they call him over there, throw him under the bus, dude. Like someone, he went to. Like I wish that we had more citizens like that in this country. Um, but he went, so he went to like an elementary school, to like show. That he was talking to students and trying to like reassure people at schools that everything was going to be okay in the future, or I guess like while they're at school. And he was just talking to the kids and stuff, and they were filming him. And that the way they were filming him, like he was looking at the class, and then the only kids you could see was like three or four kids, and they were kind of like yeah. spread out. And he was like, "Yeah, and we're gonna keep doing these spread out classes and blah 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 blah." But then when he was done and he started to leave the room, the cameraman decided to pan to the rest of the room and it showed that all they did was shove a bunch of kids in one corner so that they, this corner could look like that there was only a couple of kids and then the rest of the kids were all being shoved in the other corner. Now, obviously, he made them do that and he told the cameraman, you know, keep the camera over here. Like, he told him to pretty much was like, and eh, no, I'm going to show Yeah, the cameraman was like, you yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. We're going to get the truth out here. I'm going to show them all what you're doing right now. That's the thing. People in, these, in, in this country, it's like, yeah, there's still people that uh, will point out a bunch of his bullshit. But I don't know who keeps the cameras on, on Trump. But whoever is will, will not, like, it's like uh, whenever he was doing the stuff in front of the uh, church and things, what they weren't showing, they were showing him standing in front of the church, but what they weren't showing was the protesters and all the people that they spray paint, they sprayed uh, pepper spray on who were mm -hmm. protesting in front of the church, how they cleared them away from the church so they can get their photo shoot. They, they yeah. sprayed them all with pepper yeah, spray. They're like, they literally like forcing them back. Like yeah, they fucking, beat like, a few of them with batons and stuff like that. But yet, you know, all the cameras he had there didn't take pictures of any of that no they only took pictures of him holding a bible and i think he was doing it upside down for a second there too yeah of course because that benefit <laughs> him and plus a bible thing alone gets christians 
And yeah. those people alone are like, oh, well, you pick up a Bible by mistake. You Everybody makes mistakes. You hold up there. Yeah. No, not when you're on fucking national. Well, it's the thing. The guy doesn't even fucking... go to church. And that's, that's my biggest thing. It's like, uh, the guy doesn't even go to church. But anyway, we're not going to get into politics right now. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, it, it's funny how the people in Australia are just like, no, fuck you, man. <laughs> and there's like, he has yeah. no, or at least I'm here in America, so I don't know exactly how it is over there, but. Sounds like he has no followers. Like no one's like rallying for his ass. Everyone's rallying for his ass to go away. Like everybody's like completely fucking against it. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish you well, were that's like cool. that. I put something on. Uh, I share fucking something on Facebook. I sound like an old ass man right now. But uh. <laughs> but I want this fucking sign it's like a yard sign and like you know how they have the 2020 or like the voting signs you know yeah like whatever fucking year it is and it has like uh it'll be like for example like uh biden harris or like fucking yeah Trump found, pants found, or whatever i found your post yeah and it's like fucking both 20 <laughs> <laughs> i'd want that yeah yeah, I want that yard sign right now. Like, I fucking want that. You know, I'd post it right in the fucking front. I post that yeah. shit everywhere. Honestly, well, at this point, yeah, I wish that people were more like that. Um, but it's September. We don't have time to pick someone else. Um, yeah, it's been too close, you know? Yeah, so we have to go with Biden. But, no, I'm, I've am i been with that the entire fucking time. I've been like yeah. that since the, the first fucking election with Trump. Like, yeah, fuck them both. Who the fuck? No, yeah, me too. Like, as as, like, at the end of Obama's terms, I was just like, well, there it goes. You know, we got Trump and Clinton. And it's like, nobody wants these fuckers. You it's know, like, but one of them has damn. to win. Yeah, dude, it was uh, so sad. No, and the, the fucked up thing is, like, everybody, I don't know what the fuck it is, but, like, everybody's so, like, devoted to, like, oh, you have to be a de- Democrat or a Republican. Like, whenever you can go seek out individual parties and like fucking independent people yeah <laughs> actually research what the fuck they're about instead of being a lazy piece of shit and also like scared of what your friends think of you because you're gonna vote for this person or whatever you know what I mean? yeah the only problem though uh right now again with the the two-party system and why it's so with it being two only two parties and so heavily influenced for just those two parties the reason it's a problem is so anyone who was independent is now on one side or the other when he got so close. So now you can't even support anyone who's independent because one of yeah, them, they, they, they they're, a certain way, yeah. yeah, most of them are right now supporting Biden because they want Trump gone. So, um, yeah, it makes it really hard see, to even. That alone is not a good reason to vote against somebody just because you want them gone. Like, you have to look deeper into it. Like, well, Biden... I'd vote for Biden only because, like, I feel like he's going to die within, like, a year to three years. Well, he's not. He also isn't, he also isn't, like, vote for me, vote for my family. Like, I'm trying, like, Biden's not up there, like, here's the patriarchy I'm trying to start. Like, that's what Trump is doing. When when you yeah, have no, yeah. a, 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 a administration and over fifty percent of the people on that administration have the same fucking last name as you because they're your family, that's not an administration. It's a monarchy, and yeah, it's like what fucking the Jones or whatever are doing in fucking North Korea. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a Kim Jong Un thing, and then cool. when you say that to people who it's so bizarre. 
the people that he's gotten on to support his monarchy are the same people who have said for years that they would decapitate a king just for calling himself king because the only yeah. one true king is Jesus. Like, but right <laughs> now you got Donald Trump taking away your pretty much taking away your God. Like he is, yeah. he's replacing Jesus with himself and you're letting him do it. And it's fucked up <laughs> and it's scary. That's what scares me more yeah. than anything that the people he has on his side are the people who have said their whole lives that they would never let someone do this to them. And they are just signing away and they, in the, and it's like they had, they're like, but I ain't never voting for Biden. I'm like, could you have done something else though? Other than support a fucking warmongering pedophile. Could you yeah. have done something else though? I feel like you could have. <laughs> yeah, and then four years later, they want to fucking bring up a hair sniffing fucking pedophile. Fucking four years later, you know? Yeah, we're all fucked. Bro, yeah. you're literally watching two fucking old, worn out pedophiles duke it out for presidency over like a quote unquote free nation, you know? Yeah, it's oh, crazy. Mm-mm. But anyway. Fuck politics. Yeah, I wish fuck politics. that it wasn't so influential in our lives, but it is. I mean, it's it's a part of the, especially this country, but it really sucks. It really does, and uh, it just makes you sad. <laughs> yeah, for real though, like it's like it's a horrible situation all around, you know. <coughs> uh, let's go on to a. Uh, comedy i guess yeah so i know you say you, you know a lot about fucking comedians and <laughs> one person that pops up into my mind that i wish i could bring back and go see him live is fucking richard Pryor. of course you know fucking richard fucking Pryor, dude like he seemed like he was just like you know just an all-around great show didn't matter who you were, you fucking enjoyed it, you were there, like, fucking, like, you know, it's just Richard fucking Pryor, flesh and blood, like, you know what I mean, just, like, there's never gonna be another one like him, you know? Yeah, dude, he, he started a lot of our favorite comedians today, pretty much, he gave them their inspiration. Yeah, he's like the fuck. yeah, he's paving the way, you know? Um, almost all, what is it, I know Joey Diaz's story... On finding a Richard Pryor album, and he showed all of his friends, and uh, like he was he wasn't allowed into a couple people's houses after showing some of his friends because of uh, his parents were like, "Fuck no, you can come in here with that shit." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and especially back then, dude, it was like a way more stricter time. Yeah, because you know? him, him, and um, fuck, what's his name? Um, the white guy. The old uh, Gene Wilder. Oh yeah, I mean he, Gene Wilder worked with uh, worked with Richard Pryor a lot. But okay, yeah, um, the, are you talking about George Carlin? George Carlin and Richard Pryor. Yeah, when they were coming up, yes, comedy was mostly like very clean and non-vulgar. And Richard Pryor and uh, George Carlin both were like, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> Let me tell yeah, you what you guys like, want to hear. And yeah. 
Yeah, they changed the game. It's like we know. It's like we know what you're talking about behind closed doors, and we're gonna make this more socially acceptable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> and especially someone like George Carlin. He was always like, "I know what you're actually fucking thinking," and then he'd say it, and everyone would be like, "Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I'm actually thinking." And then yeah, Richard exactly. Pryor would be like, "I know what you all are actually motherfucking doing." <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. I know y'all fucking doing it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I fucking love them, dude. Like, fucking icons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you had to pick, okay, comedy, uh, comedy, Mount Rushmore. Who you putting? Mount. Who you put? Rushmore. Oh, that's a good one. Hmm. And we just we're just doing like we're like. Comedy of stand stand up comedy rap yeah stand yeah stand up stand up strictly stand up like no fucking like actor nothing like that just strictly stand up huh well if you do want to yeah I would probably put George Carlin and Richard Pryor up there for sure yeah um and we're probably just doing we're gonna stick with four because that's that's all that's on there right let me leave this yeah 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 that's only four faces. <laughs> Sorry, it's not like oh, it's like he doesn't even know how many faces are on the National Monument. No, no, because no, no, I don't no, care about. No, because I'm thinking, no. I'm thinking about adding a couple faces myself. Like you know, that's I didn't do thinking. like I'm seven like, oh, faces. Could, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But. Uh, yeah, because I kind of really want to put Bill Burr up there because when it comes to fuck. Oh no, 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 Bill Burr. Like honestly, that's a fuck. I didn't even think of that. But yeah. Bill Burr. When it comes to stand-up nah, comedy dude. and his and, and joke writing, dude, that motherfucker right there. Um, yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle for sure. Oh yeah, Dave, dude, yeah, dude, fuck. Because he's yeah, he's Dave today's Chappelle. he's today's Richard Pryor essentially. Yeah. Um, so there's a main four, but you know you still want to like I was like I really want to put uh, Robin Williams up there. Yeah. Uh, because him and his just way um, you thought it was improv, which some of it was kind of like off the top of his head, but a lot of it also was like grounded with something because i've seen him do the same joke different ways on different in different recordings and stuff so yeah uh, but yeah he was just the way he was able to go up there and make it so natural like it was just flowing out of his mouth even even though he did think about all all, like all of it before he went up there yeah it's Um, it's so crazy you know what i mean like uh okay let's say let's, let's say okay with this exception you get a minimum of five fucking faces that you get to put. No more than no more than eight, but at least a minimum of five. Yeah. Well, there was the five that was. It was yeah. George. George uh, Bill Burr, Richard Bill George Carl, yeah. Dave Robin. Oh. Uh, like there's a, obviously there's a lot of really good comedians, you know. I love Tom Segura and I love Bert Kreischer, but these aren't people that would be on the monument. These are people that are just like really good at the game, you know. Um, yeah. Honestly, I feel like Tom Segura's like, like, right the fuck there, though. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like right there, like, like right no, there at that line. You know what I mean? Yeah, the guy can sell out. It's about selling out almost anywhere, and then it's also about like. Like, the content of the shit that they're talking about. Yeah, and like the how stuff you're, you have becoming iconic, it. almost, you know. Um, yeah. And, yeah, they're really good. Both, like, you know, these comics, even Joe Rogan, they're really good. But then sometimes it's almost like, you know, they got better. Their talents are better elsewhere, too. Like, um, rather than just strictly stand-up, they're really good at just, like, doing other stuff and joking. 
when yeah. it's just like uh, there are other stand-up comedians that are definitely better at the game at the stand-up game than they are. But when like when it comes to like I don't know how to even de- define it, but almost like internet comedy. Yeah, Tom yeah, Segura like, yeah, kills like, it. Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah. Know. I think like Tom Segura and Joe Rogan are like yeah, neck and neck. Um, you know what I mean? Let's see. And if you want to just say like an all-time like a like an honorable mention, just for how funny he is, just strictly on the internet, and every fucking single thing he does, just the stories he tells. I feel like Joey Diaz. Joey is like, Diaz, yeah. Dude, honorable fucking mention. Like you know what I mean? He's a dope. Yeah, Joey Diaz and dude. Ralphie May. Both of them honorable mentions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ralphie made too. Ralphie, fucking. Ralphie, made, it'd be hard not to throw up there, uh, because of he could. Yeah, he could do a stand-up show for like five hours if he wanted to, and you'd laugh yeah. the whole time. I mean, you'd get tired and you'd be like, "I gotta, I'm gonna go die." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I can't tell this no more. I'm like, especially if you're drinking the entire time, sitting down. Oh yeah. Um. Another honorable mention, Greg Giraldo, rest in peace. Ooh, dude, Greg Giraldo. He, he was another motherfucker that was like, I know what you fuck it, fuckers are doing, and let me tell you. Yeah, and then the way his, like, dude, I feel like the roast have never been the same after he fucking passed away. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. he was. Like, like, dude, they always made Jeff Ross, like, the fucking, like, the roast guy or roast whatever. Master you know, King, Jeff like, Ross. Make, yeah. Or a roast there master like, general. Yeah, they always, like, say he's that, right? But fucking Greg Giraldo, dude? Nah, dude, nah. Like, them sitting next to each other, like, okay, like, you seen the Netflix, like, bumping mics with, like, uh, fucking Jeff Ross and uh, David Tell? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, okay, now imagine if it was Greg Giraldo and Jeff Ross or David Tell. Like, dude, you that, know, I don't even think Greg, Greg Giraldo, I feel like, could replace either one of them and probably make it twice as good for sure you know? i don't even know if they would be able to put it on a uh, fucking comedy central after that too <laughs> yeah dude and that's what i'm saying like dude greg Geraldo's a fucking legend like you know fucking hall of fame where they we keep having to Definitely. bleep out everything he's saying shit oh yeah we can't even put it on uncensored who says that <laughs> <laughs> who says to he... stick a baby up her asshole and then come all over his face who says that yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, oh, man. Rolling Stone has Richard as the number one comic. Uh, George Carlin is the number two. Lenny Bruce is the number three. Louis C.K. is number four. Ooh. Ooh. See, I'd love to put Louis up there. Um, yeah. For comedy, Louis, I mean, for sure. Louis fucking dope. Bro. You know, I'll put him up there for comedy because you know, fuck controversy. We're talking about yeah. stand-up comedians, though. If we are, Bill Cosby did a really, a lot of really good stand-up back in the day. <laughs> so, you know, but it's like, uh, 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 uh. yeah, it's like it's like more like like sound effects and the way he like emphasizes shit, like you know. Oh, that, but, uh, I mean, he could uh, he'd make you laugh, but it's just really hard. Like, eh, eh, eh. even the controversy in our imaginary world. Like, even my whole life, I've really never cared for Bill Cosby, except for, like, yeah. sometimes in Fat Albert, like, you know, when you see him coming at the end of it. <laughs> like, this and then, and be like, oh, Did you ever, Bill Cosby. When you were a kid, you never watched Bill Cosby himself? No, I've never really watched Bill Cosby himself, no. I guess I gotta check him out. But I mean, well, it was a good. Well, that was his like his biggest stand-up special. 
um, came out, I think, in the early 80s. Or maybe even yeah. late 70s. Uh, but it was, I mean, it was really good. And it's the thing, I don't know if you ever heard it. It was like, Dad is great. Give us chocolate cake. And it was, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was really funny. It was not vulgar because it's Bill Cosby. But, yeah. you know, with the, with his ability to make you laugh without going over the edge, he was really good at, at writing yeah, stand-up no, jokes. like, Daddy's great. Gave us drinks with date rape, you know? <laughs> <laughs> good one. <laughs> oh, they got Bill Cosby as number eight on Rolling Stone. Shit. Oh, um, wow, shit. So they put him on. And Dave Chappelle's nine, so he's even – he's – before Chappelle, and they even got Jerry oh, Seinfeld. Dude, Chappelle should be higher, dude. Yeah. No way. Oh yeah, higher than Joan Rivers. I mean, Joan Rivers was. I mean, I don't know. I never uh, got mm, any of her jokes, to be honest with you. Yeah, but honestly, like, I'm not even trying to bash like female comedians or nothing. But like, I don't know, man. Like, sometimes I just fucking cringe watching them fucking do stand up. I'm like, fuck, dude, man, this is hard. <laughs> This is hard Depends to on the to comedian, because <laughs> uh, I think Angela Johnson's really good. Yeah, Angela Johnson definitely. Uh, Whitney she, Cummings. Is Whitney Cummings good. always kills it. Um, uh, yeah, uh, but I know what you're talking about what? when it comes to like, uh, what's her fucking name? Uh, Amy Schumer. Like you'll Ugh. be like, okay, that was kind of dumb. Like that didn't make any sense, and uh, yeah. you sound stupid saying it. But hey, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, for real, like, fucking Amy, Sh- oh, you know, <laughs> Amy fucking Schumer, yeah, fuck that bitch, you know, sometimes. like, that's, <laughs> uh, you know, who, who's that one chick, dude? Nikki Glaser, Nikki she's Glaser. pretty dope, she's not gonna really lie, funny. Nikki Glaser. I've seen Glazer's her, her live several times, yeah, um, and she's fucking, ah, uh, stunning, too, so it's really hard not yeah. to be, like, uh. You're like, I mean, yeah, you could have made, it. yeah, she could have made it through life using just what you got going on right here. The fact that you can make me laugh is just, it's really awesome. Like, yeah, she know. can literally, it's like, it's like, I don't know, like if you ever watch MMA or like pay attention to a whole lot, but there's this chick named Paige Vincent. Mm-mm. And dude, she's a fucking bombshell, dude. She looks fucking beautiful, dude. She is amazing, but, like, her town is, like, fighting people and fucking people up, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, so all, like, there's some fighters, there's some chick fighters out there. Yeah, really she's definitely, fine. like, like her, Misha Tate, dude, Misha fucking Tate. Dude, there's even the whole big thing, like, whenever she's doing her weigh-ins and she's, like, pretty much wearing, like, a bikini-style fucking outfit to weigh in. Yeah. And there's a fucking dude, like, a security or whatever, like, caught looking at her ass like you know, <laughs> and she fucking found that guy and had them repose the picture but like with her looking at his ass <laughs> oh nice <laughs> yeah dude me should say it's a fucking dude she's badass dude yeah, i'm looking at and, Paige uh, van zandt yeah she's really fucking fine yeah Paige van zandt is beautiful dude and dude the fucked up thing is like she's been losing some fights recently and she got cut from the ufc Oh, and yeah. now she's signed with fucking bare knuckle boxing. Like what? Like you're gonna like really fight people with just tape on your hands? Like Dang. it's like at this point you might as well just retire and become a model or something. Like you know what I mean? Like don't fuck yourself <laughs> up this bad. She like wants, you can go yeah, some she, like bull dyke looking bitches. You know? She must want to fight. Like oh damn. Yeah, yeah but I mean like looking girls. Shit. 
a lot of this is the this is the one thing that concerns me though is like because it's not just for her looks it's not just for her but like I mean she's already has like you know she can already obviously do whatever book she wants to do she already has some limelight going but the thing is dude there's some people that have retired or like been at this place where she's at and they'll go to this bare knuckle boxing they'll go up against some actual killers because all they do is box and you know, it's just stand-up. Sure. Like, you, you can only throw hands, and there's some people out there that have fucked up, like UFC legends in that motherfucker, dude. Jeez. You know? Yeah, these girls look fucking fierce. There's this one chick, Rowdy Beck Rawlings. Yeah. She looks yeah, like a fucking dude, character her, from dude? Cyberpunk. Dude, she... <laughs> yeah. She'll, she'll kill you in a second. Dude, she will... Yeah, she can murder motherfuckers, dude. You know, and, like... That... She still kind of looks good, don't you? <laughs> she kind of looks like a dude. <laughs> dude, I mean, sometimes, but like, bro, if you see her outside of her fucking fighting shit, it's all right, you know? Yeah. Well, there's this thing, um, it's just uh, in our head to not, like, usually not see a feminine type of individual do something so insanely just, like, powerful. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in our head, I'm just like, oh, this is. This is really crazy, and you know it's confusing. But then they come off, and you're like, "Then uh, she's very also beautiful. I would love to put a baby in her. She'll break yeah, my yeah, dick like, as I do it." But <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's all like, and uh, yeah, I guess I'll be the bottom. Fuck it, let's go. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't getting on top. Like there ain't, she ain't letting me up there. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. She's over here, like sitting, like bend over. It's like what? You know, she's like, like about to, to me, suck your dick to the back. Dude. To me, that's fine. Well, it's all good. <laughs> okay, don't hit me, please. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah pair of thighs though. A pair of thighs that can look like they can crush you with a, like a watermelon or something, and uh, that's actually kind of hot sometimes. It's oh like, yeah, no, definitely. You see that, and you're like, God damn, you know? Yeah, it's it's like uh, you know, sticking your head in the in the clamshell for the pearl. It's like, yeah, but it's, it's just so pretty in there. <laughs> Look at let's for go real, for the bro. risk. Um, fucking crazy. Uh, we were talking about putting. All right, I'm gonna stick to these top ten. I'm not gonna go for these okay. uh, five, for these eight comedians. Yeah, those were my five. I don't feel like going over again. Dave. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like my five for sure: Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, and like, dude, it's this last one's really fucking hard, but it's like a three-way tie between like Tom Segura, Joe Rogan, and fucking George Carlin, bro. Well, George Carlin definitely would beat Tom Segura and Joe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, for the all-time and, like, the, the way he, like, changed it, but, like, I mean, for me as a personal, like, thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, if you're doing, like, this is your personal monument, for sure. Yeah, but, like, I mean, all-time, for sure, George Carlin beats him up, like, no yeah. fucking problem, you know? Because, like, all-time, I would put Bill Hicks up there just because I don't, even though I haven't really listened to a lot of his stuff, I've tried, but he gets into a lot of politics himself and, and a lot of, like, of the... What, what was happening in the world during that time, and some of it's all yeah. like, yeah, I can't really relate to it as well. So I'm not into his <laughs> no, comedy you, as much. I feel you because I know exactly what you're talking about. And I've also watched Bill Hicks's, like, uh, shit that they released on Netflix. Yeah. And it seems like he recorded two different versions of a special, and they played them, they recorded them with different names and then put them on there, you know? 
So it's like mean? both the things that you watch on Netflix from Bill Hicks is like damn near the same stand up or the same special. Uh, I get what you're saying. But it's just like a few different jokes here and there. Or yeah. like a few different ways. It's like the stuff that they have for him is all just like, uh, just it's like, like telling the jokes here and there. One like, you know, it's joke, not, yeah. Or you like can't differ- differentiate one or the other. It's just that they're pretty much the same exact thing. Yeah. Which I kind of feel is like a, like a backhand to them because they should have put something else out there. You know? Yeah, it's like that's all they had. Or they should have just chose one or the yeah. other and then put a whole different like audio or something and just kind of like... Yeah, but that's the thing. If they, if that's all they had, they could have just like clipped in some parts or they could did something, you know, but they released it like the same thing two times. Like, you know what I mean? It just didn't make sense to me. No, I get what you're saying. But Bill Hicks, don't get me wrong, he'll fucking... He murdered it. He fucking murdered it, you know? Yeah. And the main thing is, yeah, the only reason that I mainly say that is, yeah, because of all the people, again, I listen to, a lot of them talk about Bill Hicks just making making them inspired to become a stand-up comedian. Without someone like Bill Hicks, someone like Joe Rogan wouldn't have been a comedian. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Uh, he could have gotten stuck and in this acting. And the thing is, because Bill Hicks, fighting. like, he had that fuck it attitude, bro. Like, he had that attitude to where it was just like, I don't give a fuck if you're going to boo me off stage for saying this. I don't give a fuck how you feel if I say this. If this makes you mad, go fuck yourself kind of attitude. But at the same time, he had a way of saying that shit. Would, even if you had those beliefs, it would still make you chuckle a little bit. Like, you'd, like you know, you'd be laughing, but you'd be like, at the same time, like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like one of the first few comments to like kind of acquire that aspect of like doing it, you know? No, yeah, you're good, bro. I'm starting to walk downstairs and go hey, smoke anyway. Sorry, bro. It's just like 2 a.m. She just started barking at fucking animals out there, so I had to go get her in. No, you're good, bro. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just crazy, bro. And first, one of the first few people to actually come out and be blunt with the attitude of, like, if you don't like me, fuck you. Yeah. And at the same time, like, if you if this offends you, I don't give a fuck. Like, grow a pair of fucking nuts and accept this shit. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like, he's just one of the first people to do it, but also at the same time, if he did do that, and you were at a show and you weren't expecting that, and if the shit even did offend you, you'd still laugh. Like, you'd get a little laugh out of it, and you'd be like, man, you know, fuck this guy, but damn, that was funny, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, because that, that's, that's the idea of stand-up comedy right there, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Is like, yeah, and I feel like Bill Hicks, like, fucking kind of was, like, one of the, like, one of the first people... I'm not going to say the first or, like, 
but around like the way he did it was like in the way he involved politics like you were saying like like he was like one of the first people to like really put it in your fucking face like that like almost like kind of like Louis Black you know oh, what I mean I forgot about Louis Black yeah yes I do know what you mean yeah and that's fucking, that's fucking are you guys crazy, fucking man. serious are you fucking stupid or just fucking crazy huh <laughs> yeah. Do you guys like to go in the like, bathroom? Well, hand twitches on stage, dude. You know. <laughs> Do you like to go in the bathroom and watch the little brown thing twirl in the bowl? <laughs> Play with it with your hands. Yeah, for real, dude. Uh, like, that does remind me. Loose Black hasn't put out a special in a while. Dude, I, is he alive? Like, fuck, man. You know, like. I'm pretty sure I haven't heard about him dying. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, me neither, but still, like, fuck, I haven't seen or heard from the guy. It's like he made his money and fucking disappeared, which I couldn't even blame him for it if he did, you know? I think he was getting, like, it was just getting to him too much because, like, yeah, a lot of his stuff was political and he would scream up there. But yeah. it would, I, you know, it would seem like it was just, like, especially how politics got soon after uh, yeah, how politics got a little bit recently, then uh, it's probably been super hard. But he was on The Daily Show, April 17th, 2020, so I might go back and yeah, watch that. Didn't he have his own, like, little fucking segment on there? Yeah, he did have this, uh, uh, <laughs> like, uh, what is it? What's pissing off Lewis Black today or something like that? Yeah, almost go. like a fucking, like, what grinds my gears type of yeah, shit, yeah. family guy type yeah, shit, you know like, what I mean? What the fuck is... Um, so, yeah, maybe mm -hmm. that's what was going on, was that he had to... He'd just been working on The Daily Show. Okay. But, um, yeah, I do... Like, I've been working at the comedy club for years, and he hasn't been, like, on tour since I've been working there, so... Dude, hopefully if he ever does make a comeback for, like, one last fucking rodeo or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd love to <laughs> see him. Him and then it's like like Bob Saget was doing shows for a while out there and I think we were gonna try to get him and I'm like, um, there's a there's a comedian right there that like uh, when when I obviously as a kid loved watching his shows on TV, never really knew about his stand up comedy but then after growing up and then like learning about what kind of a stand up comedian he was and like listening to his jokes. Dude, yeah. he's one of the dirtiest fucking stand-up comedians to ever live. Yeah, doesn't doesn't he have, like... Okay, Ricky was telling me something about this, like, a few years ago. Like, he was telling me something about this, like, this, like, <laughs> thing arist... where they try to make the most fucked-up joke or the, the most, aristocrat like, joke. type of joke. Huh? Yeah, it's the aristocrat joke. Um... Okay, and doesn't Bob Saget hold the fucking, like, record for that right now? Well, he he has or one he of the most least... vulgar on, on the... Um on the movie or on the documentary they did. He has an extremely yeah. vulgar one and his is uh to comedians his is extremely vulgar. Um he has one Okay, so the joke is essential he know what the joke is about, right? No, no, no. I never he like Ricky kinda like half half assed explained it to me one day. <laughs> and he's um, like, Well I can't do it as good as Bob said you just gotta go and watch it. You know yeah, what I mean? well what it's me. not any so the joke is really a inner comedian circle type of joke. It, it, it was uh, I, don't, I don't it's probably not something that a lot of comedians do today, but it was a game that a lot of them used to play. And the the way you tell the joke is you're like, okay, so there's a a entertainment agent at the there's an uh, entertainment agency who is looking to book a new act. Um, so 
they're having open auditions. During one of the auditions, a family comes in. It's a family of, and then that's where the, the comedian goes ahead and makes the characters. It can be a family of three. It can be a family of 12. It can be a family of eight. It's usually just a family. And then um, Bob Saget's, I think, is like a family of five. I think it's a, a boy, a girl, a father, a mother, and a grandmother. And I think he also has a couple of dogs in there. And then you pretty yeah. much explain, and then you just go through thinking of the most horrible things that this family can do to each other, from incest sex acts to violent things. And Bob Saget has one where he says, and then the father takes his dick over to the dresser and then starts slamming it in one of the dresser drawers until it's flat enough to where he can fit it into his son's skull and start skull fucking him. And then, it, the, and then the boy's eye pops out, and the father takes it and puts it in his mouth, switches it around, and then like, yeah, that's Bob Saget's joke goes like that far, and like, he, yeah, he has he has a really <laughs> he has one of the most vulgar versions. Like he can go deep, and then that's all it is. It's just trying to make someone disgusted. It isn't really trying to make someone laugh. Okay, um, so it's like that fucking sandpaper special joke that everybody used to tell. Sandpaper special. You never heard that? <laughs> wow, so now it's your turn to inform me on that. No, I if okay. I have, I don't, maybe I heard it something else. Okay, okay. so this is the joke. It's called the Sandpaper Special. And uh, Okay, so three dudes that go into a bar, and they're sitting down. Two of them are, like, you know, like, completely in the circle of, like, everything that's going on in modern times. And the other the other dude that they hang out with is kind of like a loner, kind of like space, like you know, keeps to himself. He's never had sex, and he reveals it to the other two while they're at this bar getting fucked up on his birthday, or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What? You've never had sex? This and that?" And then like, they start telling, they start sharing their fucking sexual experiences and this and that, and. <laughs> So they can they can see the guy growing like like he's happy to hear these stories and he's like kind of like interested, but also at the same time he's getting like put down because he's never heard like, like he's never experienced it himself. Yeah, you know. So they see him and they're like, "Hey man, there's this whorehouse down like a couple blocks away." They're like, "We're gonna give you fifty bucks, no matter what you do, do not get the sandpaper special." And they're like, huh. they're like, you know, I fucked this one chick. Her name was this and that, whatever. And they like, had a great time. Like, you can go down there. Fifty bucks should be more than enough. And he's just like, okay. So they all leave. A few days later, guy has that fifty bucks. And he's like, you know what? Fuck. I'm gonna go try, try to go down that whorehouse and see what the fuck they got. So he goes in there and he's just like, hey. Talks to like the little like lead mistress or whatever, and he talks to her and he's just like, well, he's like. And, you know, she's like, hey, what, what can I get for you? And he's just like, well, like, I've never done this before. Like, I've actually never had sex before and this and that. And she's like, oh, really? So what are you looking for? And he's just like, well, he's like, I, like, I just really want to have sex. I don't, he's like, I don't know this and this. And then like, she's like, well, all the all of our rooms are booked at the moment. But I do have one room that is open for you. And he's just like, oh, yeah, what is that? And she's like, well, we call this one the sandpaper special. And he's like, no, 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 no. Well, I've heard about this one. one. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, no, 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 I've heard about this one. And he's like, all I got is 50 bucks. And, I'm, and she's like, no, 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 this one only costs like 20-something bucks. 
He's like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to do this. I've heard it's bad. I don't want to do this. And she's just like, look, listen to me. You've never had sex before. This is your chance to lose it. And you get to keep a little bit of money on you, whatever, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, cool. Fuck it. You know what? And he's just like so desperate. And he's in the mood. He wants to fucking meet up with his friends and tell them a great sex story. And he's not going to tell them that he got the sandpaper special, right? <laughs> so he's like, so he's like, fuck it. He goes up there. He forgets to bring a condom. Oh, no. And he he asked a lady for a condom. She's like, no, I don't got one. She's like, but I've been through this so many times, and I get tested all the time, baby. Trust me. You know, this and that. And he's just like, okay. So, you know, they start doing their thing, whatever, and he's, he slowly starts to slide, like slide his dick in, you know. And she's like, how does that feel? And, you know, and she's like, oh, I'm so wet. How does that feel? And he's just like, I don't know. It feels kind of rough. It's just... Like, I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, is this normal? And she's like, no, no, no. Like, trust me, this is okay. And then they go at it for a couple minutes. And then he's just like, no, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, I cannot do this. This is painful. She's like, okay, hold on. Let me go to the bathroom. Let me freshen up. I'll be right back. And he's just sitting here thinking, like, like you know, he's just like, well, okay, maybe it's going to be better. I'll get, I'm, I'm willing to stick around and give this a second shot. Mm-hmm. And then he goes in there. And they start fucking, and it feels really good. The guy's, like, enjoying it. He's having a blast. And he's also making the girl fucking happy to his fucking surprise. You know, he's just over here, like, just killing it. And he's just like, oh, that, you know, this... And he finally fucking comes to... He finally gets to climax, and he's just like, oh, God, that was great. He's like, what did you do to make that so different? And she's like, oh, well... She said, she was like, well, you, well, I was apparently hurting you and this and that and it felt dry. Well, I just went into the bathroom and I picked my scabs inside my vagina and let the pus run and I came back. Oh, man. Yeah. And like, see, the thing is like that joke, like you have to like kind of modify it in your own way to like kind of like get people that haven't heard that joke before. Like it's better when you do it in person because you almost kind of want to have a group. And, like, if you tell – like, I used to tell this joke all the time. I used to be way better than the fucking version I just gave. <laughs> used to be way fucking better. I used to have a way better setup, way fucking better, you know, because I used to tell it all the time. And especially around when that joke was flowing around, it was like like nobody's ever heard it. And I was just, like, one of the few people that have heard it from, like, somebody. And I was just, like, the way I would tell people – like, I would have a group of people, like, at least, like, three to four people that have never heard it and I've had like a couple in the background that are like oh this is fucking gross like you know <laughs> and I'm like no 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 and they're like what's tell the story what's tell the story you know so I'm like alright cool fuck it you know and I used to be really fucking good but this is it's been years since I've told that you know yeah, so like that, that one story. the one I just gave was kind of shitty but at the same time like that's kind of like how you base it it's like the aristocrat joke I guess like how you would say it yeah well the only thing but that yeah. the, uh, the aristocrat always the joke always has the same thing it's a family comes into a talent agency, yeah. and then it always ends with, and then the family looks at the talent agent and goes, the aristocrats. Yeah. And then that's See, like the end of the And joke. that's the that's thing. Like that's the like the sandpaper special joke. It starts off with like so and so many people go to a bar and they're celebrating this guy's birthday. And he's never, he's been a virgin, like almost like 40 year old virgin type of shit. But they convince him to go to a whorehouse. And then it ends with like, Oh, I fucking picked the scabs and let the pus run. Like that's how it ends. And like, but the thing is, it's like, I guess it's like a mo- like it used to be like I guess a few years ago it was like the more modern version of it. You know, kind of like whoever came up with that must have been a nasty motherfucker. You know. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, it's more more or less like for you to tell the joke and laugh, and then you just because of the people's expressions that you see. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, and the people be like, "What the fuck?" You know, it's like it's better to tell that joke in person than like the way you fucking like if you can really work at it and really sell it. You know, and like, no, oh, dude, it's way better to tell it yeah. in person. Like right yeah. now, right now, I probably gave you the absolute worst version of telling it, but like, I mean, that's that's literally like how you would say. It. You know, like, that you punchline know, was still good. Itself. It was just like I was trying to think. It's like, what is she doing to the guy that's making him like? making her pussy that because yeah dry pussy sucks but it's like you're not even getting into it really if, if it's dry um yeah that's how i was just like what is she doing or it's like she's a prostitute she would have lubed up first i don't know but yeah yes. that's fucking I, I, and like, that. I used to tell a version i used to even tell a version where she'd be like okay well this is dry she's like okay well like you, you're a virgin. It kind of, it's kind of different for me. So let me try to spit on it or something, and then like, she'll get back on, and you'd be like, and you'd be like, oh no, it's still kind of rough. Like I don't know what it is. Oh yeah. Like you know, no, like this, like you just have to add your own shit to it. Well, you know, that's the way you tell that joke. Yeah, just have a couple of jokes on the way to the punchline. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then like, and then when you deliver the punchline, it's like. Everybody sitting around is like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just looking at you like, "You fucking nasty <clears throat> motherfucker." No, Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried's actually. I think he's been deemed the king of the aristocrat joke. Because, oh, for real? Yeah, because I think that he did one for like an hour and a half. Jesus. Like the whole joke, yeah, it lasted for like an hour and a half of him telling it. Oh, dude, that's a long time, and especially to make it good. Yeah, Fuck, dude. I don't. Yeah, I think that's out there somewhere. Let me see, quite a little bit, but. But yeah, I think um, Gilbert Godfrey. I'm like, I just I forgot his name. <laughs> like I just said it, and it came out of the yeah. top of my head. Um, who I was lucky to meet met him before. That was a really cool he's a not you know, he's a super old man though so it was like really strange but still yeah. lucky to meet him aristocrats i think he did it or maybe a talent agent he's yeah this is uh this is only like 10 minutes long so i don't think there's a recording of the long one that he did but he did it, I think he did one on a uh, roast, someone's roast. Oh, yeah, he did one because it's like Marley Matlin was supposed to say something and Gilbert Godfrey was supposed to be like the interpreter or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then he fucking went the fuck off, dude, and it was fucking crazy. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that was a, that's a funny joke. But it, it made, yeah, it is what pretty much told me Bob Sackett was, was crazy. And I watched some of his stand-up. And his stand-up doesn't get as vulgar as that joke, but it gets pretty pretty bad. Um, yeah, it, it definitely, like, reaches the fucking limit. And also, another person that's a dope-ass comic, fucking Anthony Jeselnik. Dude. Oh, yeah. He's fucking... I like the, the story that he tells about fucking uh, performing at a prison. I can't really seem to recall that one. Dude, that one, whenever you get a chance, check that out. Like, he is fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> like, I think it's because of, like, a band or something that he, like, somebody who's friends with is, like, either in a band or, like, some kind of shit like that. Or, like, either that or, like, the 
like the warden of the prison, he like newest stand up. You're talking shit. about him on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked you two different questions. <laughs> is, is he? You're talking about him on Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, yeah, talking yeah. About it? Oh, he's okay. on. He's on Jimmy Kimmel telling this story. Good to see you. Great to see you. How was your Father's Day? Did you do a big thing for Dad, or uh, have a deal, or gifts, or anything like that? It's, it's <laughs> your special, your stand-up comedy special, is very funny. I uh, I drink. Uh huh. Yes. And I'm friends with a band. All right, named Queens of the Stone Age. Yes, a great band. Oh, he's friends with Queens of the Stone Age. And they come to the <laughs> show, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. And we're talking about touring. We're both almost done. And they say we're going to finish up, and then we're doing one show at San Quentin State Penitentiary. Holy oh, shit! Wow. I, they're like, we want to do a live. That's where the murderers go. It's all exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just drunk enough to say, "Do you need an opener?" Ah. Uh. And they're like, "Yeah, that'd be great." And so I forget about it. A couple of weeks later, the prison sends me the rules of what I'm not allowed to say. What are the rules? No swearing. Really? Uh, no religion, no sex, no drugs, no violence, nothing that will rile up the prisoners. Basically, it's my set list with the word no in front of everyone. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I call the band and I'm like, guys, I might have to bail. And they're like, no, 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 you're cool. If they cut your mic off, whatever, it's still punk rock. Like, it'll be fun. We'll, we'll do a show. So I say, okay, let's go. And my, my concern when I get there are the prisoners. You know, yeah. everyone there is a murderer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we get off, and everyone's looking around. The different pri like prisoners were just like, oh, they're side-eyeing us. I'm waving at people, but they're giving me the finger. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, I'm surrounded by four guys with shotguns who work there, not prisoners, but uh, they work there. <laughs> and the warden is in my face, like in my face. Not like, thank you for being here. Like, what are you doing here? Really? And I'm not used to this. Yeah. And he says, Anthony, you're my, my favorite comedian. You're my favorite, my wife's favorite comedian. Oh. And that's a lie. People say to me, before they give me bad news. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he says, you know, but I've watched some of your stuff on YouTube, and it's offensive, but that's what makes it funny. We love it. I don't know about here. I don't know if it's going to work. And I realize he's trying to get me to step down. Oh. But I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's a long drive, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've got a problem with authority. It's a warden. I see. Yeah. I feel like I'm in cool hand Luke all of a sudden. <laughs> uh. So I'm like, well, warden, you know, if the problem is the stuff you've seen on YouTube, don't worry, guys. This is going to be all new material. <laughs> Nobody laughs. Oh. <laughs> then I, the warden's like, oh, I just don't know. You know, things could go sideways with these prisoners. And I'm like, I've had things go sideways all the time. Not a big deal for me. And he's like, I just don't know. And I go, well, Warden, what we've got here is a failure to communicate. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is going to get them to crack. Yeah. Nothing. No! Nothing. Not even a smile. Really? He's like, I just don't know. I just don't know. And I say, well, Warden, what do you want me to do now that I'm here? You could have made this phone call yesterday and I wouldn't have gotten on a plane I'd be happily sitting at home I think they were afraid if they said I couldn't come the band wouldn't come oh and if they told the band uh. I wasn't allowed to go the band would have said okay <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. there would be no stand taken on your behalf but no. now I'm here I'm not going to back down and so the war I said warden what do you want me to do now that I'm here right now in front of you 
Just mean I made the trip. And the warden says, well, I'm not intimidated by you at all. What? It's about to get physical with the warden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't even know what to say. And he's like, you know, it's just, it's a problem. We got a new governor. You know, it's, this is November. We got a new governor. I got to worry about everything. So just, I just don't know. I don't know. He walks away. I look at the band. I'm like, I'm going to kill all of you for making it. <laughs> so I'm like, I've got to get on stage somehow. You know, they're not going to let me perform, but I'm going to do something. So I go up to the warden. He's, t he's showing us around. He's got his daughter with him, his 23-year-old daughter. He's like, this place is so safe because of me. I can bring my daughter. And I'm like, but I can't perform. So I pull the warden aside. I go, warden, you got a lovely daughter. This is a great prison. I go, please, just let me be a part of this. Great prison. Let me. It's one of the best. You got a great prison here, man. If you ever kill somebody yeah. and you get your safe way to go, go to San Quentin. <laughs> And I say, Warden, just let me go introduce the band, and then I'll leave. And he says, thank you, and shakes my hand. Now, keep in mind, Jimmy, that is not what I'm going no. to do. <laughs> so we're about to go. I'm in, this, I'm in the wings of the uh, side of the stage with the band. And they're like, good luck, man. Whatever you do, don't worry about us. Don't worry about what, don't worry about what you say. We're going to be fine. And this woman goes, gets up, this old lady who's kind of like put it all together. She stands up and says, I want to thank the crew. And then she says, now, I'd like to introduce, and then looks over at me, looks me right in the eyes, and says, I'd like to introduce a very nice young man, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> and that is the worst way you can introduce someone at a prison. A very, a very nice, nice young, young man. man. So I'm just like, right, all right, I walk up. The crowd is screaming. They're just like, woo, cat calling. I grab the mic. <laughs> And I say, listen, guys, I've been doing this for 17 years. I'm a famous comedian. So if you haven't heard of me, you must have done something pretty Man. The warden's just flipping shit now. Oh, yeah. The crowd goes crazy. This is exactly what they want. The band is like, the band's laughing, everyone's laughing. My microphone has been cut off. Oh. I broke the rule. Oh. So I drop the mic and I go to introduce the band. And as I'm about to introduce the band, I see the warden and his daughter. <laughs> and I think, oh, this is too good an opportunity to pass up. So I yell, and I'd like to thank the warden for bringing us his daughter. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. At this point, at this point, Jimmy, no one laughs. The Even the prisoners, the prisoners, prisoners have gone like, too far. Oh, yeah, sure. The prisoners are like, whoa. Hey. I may have killed hey. the guy, but I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's nuts. <laughs> Thank God he's big enough. <laughs> and, and I walk off. The band is looking at me like, I can't believe it. We should, have, we should have set some limits. They go on and play for an hour. I'm watching from the side. Someone taps me on the shoulder and says, I'm surprised he's staying. The warden would like you to come watch the show. Yeah, uh, yeah I would have left. I'm not falling for that. No, no, no. Yeah, me too, dude. I'm good right here. The show ends. The band's like, let's get the hell out of here now. We go to run into the van to leave. I, I, someone taps me on the shoulder. I turn around. It's the warden. Oh. He shakes my hand and says, Next time you come to town, my wife and I are going to have to come and see you. And I say, Warden, 
The next time you see me, I'll be humiliating you on television. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, sorry we had to listen to that, folks, but oh, I can cut that out. It's 10 minutes, 20 seconds. But Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Definitely, good. like, I mean, dude, if we can keep that in, we should definitely <laughs> fucking keep that in. That was great, you know? Ah, fuck it. Oh, that was that was good. Just for right. people that haven't seen it before, you know what I mean? That is fucking, like, dude, that's, like, one of the best things I've heard. Because like, I can only, like, because every time I hear it, I fucking, like, just picture the whole scenario, you know? Yeah, no, Anthony does that. He, he's a really good job of just taking those shots. Um, oh, yeah. And just going for it and winging it off the top of his head. He's also a super nice guy. That's why he gets away with a lot of things he says. Because uh, if you do know him in person, you know how good, uh, good of a character he is. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, I feel like that's, like, you know, a lot of people see him and they're like, like, with what you just said, they probably like, nah, bro, like, you know, he's like this, he's like that, and it's like, no, nah, the thing is, is like, he just has that mindset to where, like, he can make those jokes like that and, like, really yeah. make you fucking feel uncomfortable, but at the same time, that's what's got him where he's at now, you know what I mean? Like, that's what he's doing, that's the thing that, like, and he thinks of some crazy shit to do. <laughs> And the thing is, like, comedy doesn't have to naturally be, like, 100% true. It doesn't have to be, like, 95% accurate or whatever. Like, if, as long as you're making somebody laugh, you're doing his job. Yeah, yeah, you know? pretty much. I mean, you it's know? like music. I mean, you think everything everyone says in music is real? No. No, yeah. But... Especially, like, like, what is, like, super mainstream now is rap and, like, Everybody talking about killing people or doing this and that, you know, like, fucking most of them don't. Like, I mean, there's, don't get me wrong, there's some of them that have murdered somebody and then they fucking snitched on themselves through their music. But, I mean, like, yeah. but what it is is, like, for the most part, no. You know, it's like, like, they're doing it, you like to listen to that kind of shit and they're good at making that kind of shit for you. And it's a common fucking accommodation for everybody that you know there's something like similar that everybody's into at the moment so it's like mm-hmm. you know yeah it's like uh uncle roger that uncle roger guy right now that asian dude yeah uncle yeah, the asian roger dude? yeah that's obviously he's not like how'd his... you get on bbc fool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he never <laughs> his accent obviously isn't that thick uh matter of fact mm-hmm. in one of his videos he kind of shows him cracking up a couple times and you can hear his voice isn't actually that thick but it's just like dude 4.5 million views in like a couple of days like obviously people are yeah. loving it so yeah i mean like hilarious. i mean plus like yeah and the thing is is like like i mean that's the thing like you know it's just like i mean you can't be mad at somebody else for for doing something so yeah well. it's like what do you think uh all, every comedian just has a funny life. Like they, they have yeah. to come up. They, they have to write stuff to make you laugh. Yeah. They have to manipulate. And the then words. don't get me wrong. Like some of the things that they talk about is like it's true, but didn't it play out nowhere near what the fuck they're explaining. Oh, of course. It's just, <laughs> it's just their own imagination that fucking takes course, and it's like, oh well, this would have been fucking insane if this would happen. But they have a base to build it off of, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just like you, like a few, like one of our few, first few podcasts, like whenever you were talking about being on the fucking bus with that crazy lady. <laughs> that fucking Yeah, no, like, don't get me wrong, that, the original story with that is fucking pretty good. But at the same time, if you really gave it some time and thought, oh, and my you just to, yeah. made it super crazy, oh, dude, you have a fucking good 15-minute bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, it's like uh, writing comedy. It's not yeah. easy either. It's a really difficult thing to do. And, no, uh, I mean, it's not easy. And then plus, on top of that, you have to get in front of a crowd of people to make sure it works. And then, like, mm-hmm. you don't know who that crowd is. It could be, like, you're literally getting random people that have, like can be offended by anything or people that don't give a fuck about anything. You know, you're just going to make sure of, like, the human race as it is, you know? What yeah. I mean? So it's just like, you literally have to work that joke of so many times before you can present it comfortably to the point where like you feel like you know for a fact at least 85 to 90 percent of the people in the room are gonna laugh like you know and that's a hard job to do you know like you really fucking break it down and think about it that's really hard to do especially in our times no of course everybody's everybody's always offended everybody's always, the cancel culture like everything's so fucking you know what i mean it's crazy and know? comedians are like in the for some reason in the big in the what the sniper scope right now people are targeting them I think mainly because they are easy. They're easy targets because people are, they're making fucking jokes. They're going up there to make you laugh. They're saying some of the worst shit that you would, you would hear because that's, that's sometimes the funniest thing to hear at the moment. And plus everybody has that in their head. They always, no matter, no matter who it is, even the people that are like starting, they hear that they laugh and then they're like, Oh, well they should be canceled because of that. Like, you know what I mean? The first thing they do, I bet you your ass. They fucking laugh their ass off, and then after they stop laughing, they're like, "Oh well, that's a like no, I shouldn't have laughed at that." This and that, you know what I mean? Like well, that's the thing. That's their job, you know. Her Bert, to make you laugh. surprisingly, Bert Kreischer had a uh, actually a good kind of like uh, explanation of it. What happens is like you, it's like someone like Amy Schumer, who before the Me Too movement, kind of like when her show was starting and stuff. Um, you know, she had a lot of people on her side, and like she was like. You know, and who is uh, this? Amy, Amy, Sh- or Burt Kreischer is saying this, but he's like, she had a lot yeah. of people on her side and stuff. But like, what happens is then she starts to, you know, and she has a right to talk about whatever the fuck she wants to talk about, but or defend whatever cause she wants to defend. But then she starts yeah. to go on to a cause, and which was the Me Too movement. But once she was on that cause, then a lot of people that were with her before that are that are, are now like, I don't know if I really want to, uh, if I'm going to stick around for something like this. This ain't funny. This is just you bitching all all the time as like a fucking Jewish little white lady. And, yeah. Um. So. Uh. And that's not what he said. I'm just kind of putting it out there. That's kind of what she sounds like. And, <laughs> and um. But so now your fans have turned on you, and that's your worst cancel culture people. It's like your fans that loved you once but are now against you have all this dirt on you because he was all like, if if all the people who who loved me, if they just decided to turn on me because I fucked up or I seem like an asshole or I'm putting something into what or whatever the fuck I'm doing to piss them off, then they're just gonna they have so much dirt on me, man. He's like, I so hope that I don't piss off the your mom's house fans or anything like that. Or yeah, like the two bears and one cave. Yeah, because they're like the ones the, yeah. that are just gonna they know, they remember. They go, I remember when he said something horrible, so I'm gonna go find it and bring it up and shit like that. Oh so. yeah, or or even if the people that there's okay, this is the thing that fucking blows my mind. And not really like completely blows my mind so it's like complete utter shock or nothing like that but it just blows my mind to the point to where like somebody can be trending and like there could just be one person that's like i don't like the way he looks or the way he talks or the way he sounds or something and they will fucking have the 
time and everything at their hands to go find something that he said or done something about. You know what I mean? They do the fucking research. It's like almost like it's like their fucking nine to five job. You know, fucking research and that's like they have nothing better to do other than trying to cancel you. You know? I guess, yeah. No, there no. There's people like that. That's course, the thing. Yeah. That's like, you know, they they they. It's like uh, do, do like they. That's all. That's their hobby. <laughs> it seems yeah. like no, and like I feel like sometimes it's like it's damn near like they're getting paid to do it, you know, because it happens so fucking often. It's like crazy, you know. Well, another thing Bert was saying, he's all like, uh, they're he, he wants to get a um, a private investigator for him and Tom, so that if anyone ever comes up to him and starts talking about some bullshit, that like, hey, did you ever do this in like 1993, Bert? And blah blah blah. Bert can just be like, um, hold on one sec, and like. He has a private investigator, or he has dirt on like this person. Is like, yeah, I did do that. Just like the time that you were in Berkeley and you did this in 1947. <laughs> like, oh shit, never mind. Like that's that's what he wants. Right. He wants that's dirt on everyone the, so that if they ever bring up shit on him, thing. like he's so fucking accurate about that. That's so fucking right because like everybody wants to act like they're perfect, and it's like they, I feel like sometimes they've done something so bad that they have to fucking point out somebody else to fucking get the attention off of them, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The federal government does it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Every time something bad is happening, they're all like, hey, look, this celebrity's doing this. Worry about it. Yeah. And so maybe that'll take your mind off of what's really fucking going on, you know? It's so crazy. 